name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So this time, let's open our Bible. I don't have the text in here, but it's in John chapter 11. If you are there, please do say amen. John chapter 11, we're going to look upon the story of Lazarus. Uh, this is, is not a new story that I believe even like some of us has read many times, but hopefully we may uh, learn something new from this story. Are you there? Okay, let's read from first one. First one. Now, a certain main man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. First two, it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, The sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. It's verse 17 just now. Uh, I jump in. From these few verses that we read just now, we know that Lazarus was sick. Mary and Martha hoping that Jesus would come soon, as soon as he heard the news. But rather than coming as soon as possible, Jesus stayed at the place for another two days. You know, in the previous verse, it says that Jesus loved Mary and Martha and, his, and, Martha and Lazarus. But going down, you know when you love someone, when that loves someone that is sick, you will just, I will see that person directly. I will go around to the hospital because my loved one is sick. But Jesus not. He spent another two days there. And even... When Jesus came, he already died. Uh, Lazarus already in the grave, already dead for four days. And what is the response of Mary and Martha in here? This is, is what we're going to look for today. Let's jump down to verse 21. Verse 21. Then said Mar Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. And verse 32, the response of Mary. Then when, Ma when Mary was come, where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. This is the same sentence that used by Mary and Martha. If thou hast been here. You know, the, the sound, if thou hast been here, it's like, Lord, if you come earlier, if you could come earlier, it sounds like you are blaming someone. Like, why? Why it takes so long for you to come here? Why it takes so long for you? I let you know earlier, but it takes so long for you to come and see my brother. In church, I see this story is as if that Mary and Martha think that as if God didn't know what he was doing. And sometimes we tend to be like Mary and Martha. We bring Jesus to our own understanding. And if his plan is different from our plan, we tend to question God. God, why? Why this and why that? The Bible says in Proverbs 3, verses 5 until 6, the song that we always sang, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lead not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. The reason why we question questioning God and his plan in our life, because sometimes, or even many times, we just don't trust him enough. 
We just don't trust him enough to direct our way. And we believe too much in ourselves that we have better plan than him. The Bible mentions to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. All. With all your heart. Not with half heart. While your heart is, uh, while your life is filled with happiness. Or but with, when your plan is according to what you want wants to be. But with any circumstances that you face and you have in your life. And it's also mentioned in uh, mind, the book of mind, characters and personality, left, uh, volume 2. Page 672, paragraph 4. Your safety at the present time, when your mind is tortured with doubt, is not to trust in feeling, but in the living God. All He asks of you is to put your trust in Him, acknowledging Him as your faithful Savior, who loves you and has forgiven you all your mistakes and error. When things going in a different way from your plans, when your mind filled with toughness and questions, don't trust your feelings. And it's interesting that feeling mentioned here. And then I tried to look why, why we, we should not trust in our own feeling. Like, because sometimes and many times, especially the woman, we tend to, you know, just follow your feeling. And when I'm standing here, I'm representing those women who really trust on their own feeling. Uh, I don't have it here. Sorry. It's in the Bible. You may open in. Proverbs 29, verse 11. Proverbs 29, verse 11. I read from the first, uh, the NKJV version. A fool fans all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. The reason why there are many, sometimes there are words, there are actions that we regret because of the human feeling that we don't bring to God. We bring it to our own and we just say what we want to say. We just do what we want to do. Well, in the testimony for the church, volume 1, page 122, verse 2 says, Your faith must not let go of the promises of God. If you do not see or feel the immediate answer to your prayers, be not afraid to trust God. Rely upon His sure promise. God is too wise to err and too good to withhold any good thing from His saints that walk uprightly. And it's also mentioned that God gives us blessing if we could look into his plan. We would clearly see that he knows what is best for us and that our prayers are answered. Nothing hurtful is given, but blessing, but the blessing we need. In the place of something we ask for that would be good for us, but to our hurt. God is not asking much from us, church, but to trust his way. And you also can certainly uh, rely upon the promise that he has in the Bible. Be not afraid to trust God and rely upon his sure promise. Many things that we have seen from the Bible, from the prophets, from the kings, even from the miracles that happen in your life or even around your life. Trust again to your, trust to God because his promise is really sure. And while I'm sharing about this, I'm not talking that in here I'm standing, I have the perfect faith that I want you guys to follow my faith. Nah. When someone preaches, usually it's a reminder for that person. And this sermon is also a reminder for me myself. I don't know what kind of things that sometimes you're questioning God, but this is a reminder for the Amanda that has been living faithless life for 16 years of her life. 16 years ago, 
I lost my dad. And that was the hardest time of my life as a seven years old girl. You know, seven years old girl that used to run around the house and just enjoying the time with the parents. And as far as I can remember, my dad um, was someone that was always fetch me from the school and he really loved me that much until the point that as a Bataknis in Indonesia, we have some kinds of tribe that I'm a Bataknis that, you know, you will never hit your child. Some people be, uh, believe in beating. My mom believes so, but when my mom beats me, my dad will be the one that will be my shield. So I really love him that much. Then until this one time, my dad cannot send me to the school anymore. He was lying on the bed. He was keep coughing, coughing. I was like questioning. Like I call him Papa. This is just what I can remember 16 years ago that I tried to recall. Why, why you are keep coughing? Why you are sick? And he said, oh, it's fine, it's fine. You know, like seven years old kid, what will you tell to them? As the parents, you will just let them know, you know, it's fine, it's fine. But short story, it was school holiday that he needs to go to the hospital. My mom told me that day, I clearly remember that, you know, Amanda, because you are the oldest, you need to go and bring your sister, take care of her in grandma's house because I need to send your dad to the hospital. I, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, that's nice, you know, going to your grandma's house, got your cousins, your aunties, you have a good time. But you don't know that, that day, it, it was my last day having, home in the ho in, having him in the house. Short story, I came to visit him in the hospital. I visit him, he is no longer the happy dad that I know. He was lying with so many cables, I don't know what it's all called. And I was like, Papa, wake up, wake up, I'm here, I'm here, play with me. But he cannot say anything. Then my mom comes to me, Amanda, you need to pray, you need to pray to God, so God will hear your Papa. And I pray as far, as hard as how seven years old girl can pray. I tell God, Please heal him. You can take all my dress. You can take all my to toys, but not him. But that was on Friday. And a few days, it was Sunday when I was playing with my brother in front of my grandma's house that my aunt came and said, you know, Amanda, Papa is no longer here. He has finished his race. I cried so hard. I said, God, you know, I pray to you. I'm just a seven years old kid and I pray to you and I ask you, but you don't answer my prayer. Days passes by, my mom need to send me and I need to live uh, far away from my family. And years passes by and these questions keep coming into my mind. Out of millions of family in this world, out of many parents in this world, why must my, why must my dad? It's no longer the same happiness in the home it's no longer the same happy family in the home. So I keep questioning God, questioning God for 16 years of my life. I keep blaming God, and the blaming game doesn't stop until the year of 2018, when I came to Salt and I have a talk with Sindhu in the room. So I tell Sindhu everything. i just so disappointed with God. I, it's easy to say, you know, God, I believe in you. But how will you say you believe in God when you love that one per person that is matters so much for you in your life? So Sindhu tried to open in my mind. Sure, after that, I sat alone in the room. 
And I pray, and I know, and I come to an understanding that if I still have the perfect family that I have, I will not be here today. I will not take God as serious, as precious as how He is to me now. And since that day, even though it's still been a roller coaster ride in life, I look up and believe that experience that He brings is really a training that He gives into my life. And indeed, this is so sweet to trust in Jesus. In Christ's object lessons, 146.3, uh, when perplexities arise and difficulties confront you, look not for help to humanity. Trust all with God. The practice of telling our difficulties to others only makes us weak and brings no strength to them. Anything that you face today, church, bring not to your friends. Maybe you will just weaken their faith. But bring it all to God. Because there is one, uh, there's uh, sentences that saying in the hymn, when you get discouraged, just remember what to do. Reach out to Jesus because he's reaching out to you. The moment where God allows you to be in the situation, in that situation, is to lead you to where you need to be. And sometimes he needs to change your life first before he could use you. And that's what he needs to do with me. He needs to change the prideful and the selfish Amanda to be able to become Bible worker. And I believe that each one of you in this room has your own question to God. And we may even question God in our life sometimes. But Romans 8 verse 28 explains, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to, the, to His purpose. You may not understand, church, why you need to be in the life that you are now. Why you need to retake your examinations. Why you need to leave your job. Why you need to stay single. Maybe there are some of you that already a little bit that you want to have someone. But God says, you know, stay single first. You don't know why. Maybe you're questioning God. God, maybe you forgot my someone. But you know, there is always comes to a purpose. And what if your disappointments are God's appointments for you to encounter Him in a new way. Romans 8 verse 18. For consider, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. There is nothing to be compared with. The hope that we have later on in the future, that we all want to go to heaven. We all want to stand in the everlasting world together with Him. And all these things, the suffering that you have now, is nothing to compare with that. There is one sentence that always motivates me when I'm down. That this too shall pass. And no matter how hard the trials that you face today, that too shall pass. And back again to Romans 8 verse 28. It says that things, all things work together for good to them that love God. There is one uh, situation that we need to look upon here. To them that love God. You know, when you, are, when you love someone, you are willing to do everything to be with that one person. And it's also come with our relationship with God. Are you willing to lose your plan, to lose your own understanding with your way for Him to bring you to His plan? Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Because we know, church, we have the God that sees the beginning until the end of our life. And today, I'm not sharing something new to, do, to you. I'm not sharing something 
speak that you know should change your mind but i would like for us to remember again where we need to stand strong with the faith that we have when it's all begin with the faith and this is one poems that really touched my heart that i would like to share with you today it calls it entitled stand in faith written by evangelist john v chandler stand in faith stand in faith even when you can't see your way stand in faith even when you feel like you can't fa- you cannot face another day stand in faith even even when the tears want to flow from your eyes stand in faith knowing that our god will always provide stand in faith even when you feel that all hope is gone stand in faith knowing that he is always there for you to lean on stand in faith even when you feel like giving up stand in faith because he is there saying just look up stand in faith even in those times you feel so all alone stand in faith hold on and be strong for he is still on the throne stand in faith when it's hard to believe stand in faith knowing that he can change your situations stand in faith even in those times you feel it's hard to pray stand in faith and believe that he has already made the way stand in faith church despite any situations that you face and all these times just now we're just talking from our own perspective of how hard trials that we face how hard the life that we face but is it easy for God himself to let us his loved ones to let Mary Martha and Lazarus be on in those situations to let his church to be in those situations no because when you go back to John chapter 11 verse 31 35 it says Jesus wept Jesus feels what they feel he cried together with them and in hebrews 13 verse 8 it says jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever and i would like to bring this context to how jesus cried for us when we are facing troubles in our life the god that cried to the burden and pain of mary and martha is the same god that will cry together with you and his have his heart towards you it's not even easy for god himself to see his loved one suffer but if it what it takes for you and people around you to be safe then he will let you face it the lord can do but little for the children of men because they are so full of pride and vain glory they exalt self magnifying their own strength learning and wisdom learning and wisdom it is necessary for god to disappoint their hopes and frustrate their plans that they may learn to trust in him alone that this is the reason why often our plans fail that God's plans for us may succeed because we he needs to teach us he needs to train us to trust upon him alone and only we will see in the future life the mysteries that have annoyed and disappointed us will be made plain we shall see that our seemingly unanswered prayers and disappointed hopes have been among our greatest blessings like the sick child that need to get injection from the doctor you know it's painful for the mothers to see their child uh, getting injection and crying over and over but if it what it takes for the child to be better the mothers need to allow the child to to face it so it is with our life 
And in here, only in the future, we will see that it really is a blessing to get through all the ways that we have. And from, from Heaven with Love, page 353.3 says, To all who are reaching out to feel guiding hand of God, the moment of greatest discouragement is the time when divine help is nearest. They will look back with thankfulness on the darkness part or part of their way. From every temptation and trial, he will bring them forth with firman faith and richer experience. Hey, faith church, that at the end of the day, you will be grateful for what you've been through. For there is a purpose for everything that happened in our life. I may not be able to say it, but later on in the future, I really believe that you will understand as how God brings me to an understanding after 16 years of blaming game with him. And he's just so patient. I keep blaming him, but he's just giving me mercy, mercy, mercy every day until that one day that now you understand why I bring you to it. And if it's not for our sake, for the uh, trials that we face, if it's not for our sake of our own salvation, it may be for others to know the God that we serve. There are two people that I would like to share how they look at the faith, uh, look at their faith. In Psalms 34, verse 8. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. In here is talking about David. When David wrote this verse, he was running from Abimelech. And he needs to pretend to be a madman. You know, it's not a pleasant situation. But see what David write here. Taste and see that the Lord is good. For those who trust in him. The word taste in here means that we need to experience it by ourselves. So life may go ups and downs. But when we put our trust to the one that is control, in control of everything, we do believe that it is, it is a blessing to be where we are now, even though it's not a pleasant situation like how David was. Job 19, verse 25. We know the story of Job and how he lost everything, how he even uh, left, left alone by, by the wife and also walk around by the friends. But what he says in here, For I know that my Redeemer lives and he shall stand at last on the earth. Even when he's facing darkness from his friends, and though he lost everything and life seems stumbling down, he still say that, you know, I have my redeemer lives. What about you today, church? Uh, the trials that you face as adults, as a young, uh, young people maybe that is still studying, working, or even anything that you face in your life, will you believe and stand, you know, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I know that my redeemer lives. Because Jesus says that in a pen of inspiration and third Bible commentary, not a single event of human life is unknown to our maker. He knows what you've been through today. And he knows why you need to be there. It was for Lazarus and those who don't believe in Jesus that Lazarus need to be in that situation. And I believe that is either for us or people around us to see and to believe the God that we serve. And sometimes, for them to understand it, we need to face some trials and challenges for God to show upon His glory through us. But how God can show His glory through us if we don't believe in Him? Go back to your faith, church. I'm not saying again that I have a perfect faith, but let's all learn again. In Psalms, 1, 8, sorry, Psalms 18, verse 13, explain that as for God... His way is perfect. 
the words of the Lord is right. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. And only then, at the end of the day, we will see that there is nothing sweeter than holding onto the words of God. To believe that he has perfect way for us. And it is for you that he allow you to face what you need to face. And I'm about to close my sermon this time. But I would like to leave you with one song that it's personally reminds me and strengthens me. And it's based on Psalms 18 verse 13. That no matter, even though you are not really believe upon it, but go back and believe that, you know, Psalms 18 verse 30, it's explained that God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is right. He is a buckler to all those that trust in Him. His way is perfect. dark and dear and the future I don't know my heart feels so empty as the tears unending flow when my heart breaks with sorrow and attempts fill my soul this one thing I know for sure my God is in control his way is perfect his way is perfect though I don't understand his wise and loving plan his way is perfect his way is perfect take my life and me a vessel purified god makes no mistakes his way is best when the toils of life are come when my heart is warm with care I faint need the burden of a cross I cannot bear. When the joy has departed from my sorrows, reconciled. This one thing I know for sure, my God is in control. His way is perfect. His way is perfect, though I don't understand. His wise and loving plan, His way is perfect. His way is perfect. Take my life and me, a vessel purified. Can't miss no mistakes, his way is best. Take my life and 
a vessel purified. God makes no mistakes. His way is best. So, church, today, whatever you've been through, bring it back to God. And be thankful that He is still working in your life today. Though it might not be easy, but it helps to grow something in you. Giving God a chance to win your soul today. Because it really is sweet to trust in Jesus. Let's bow our head for prayer. Dear Father in heaven, please do forgive us that many times in the past that we don't believe enough in your promise and in your way in our life. But Lord, Please do help us today to remember that it's really sweet to trust in your way. Though we may not understand, though it may confuse us sometimes, but help us to always believe and put our faith in you. This is all what we ask today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.